Welcome to Stoked with Megan McPhail, the podcast that helps you get super effing jazzed about your work, life, and bank account. I'm your host, Megan McPhail, a former burnt out emergency veterinarian that quit my hard-earned career to become a seven-figure business coach, entrepreneur, and elopement photographer. Now I'm living a life I absolutely love, full of travel, adventure, and financial abundance, and I am hell-bent on inspiring others to do the same. Are you ready to say goodbye to the 9-to-5 grind and start going after some big, bold dreams? Then let's dive into this week's episode. Hey, hey, it's your host, Megan McPhail. And your co-host, Todd Reedy. And today's episode is our 20th freaking episode, which is huge because most podcasts never make it past 10. And we're almost like half a year in because like 26 would be like six months worth of episodes. Yeah. So yeah, 20th episode. That is so freaking cool. Hopefully you all are loving it. We have loved doing all these podcast episodes. I've really enjoyed it more than I ever thought that I would. And if you've been loving it, feel free to hit us up on Instagram, rate us, comment, share it with a friend, (laughs) all All those things. We want to get a bigger and bigger audience. We want to help as many people as possible pursue their purpose, which is the purpose of today's episode is Mm -hmm. figuring out how to pursue your purpose, what the heck your purpose is, and how to go after it. So first, I want to start with defining purpose. I think that it doesn't really have like a nailed down definition, or it might change a little from person to person. But essentially, it's like your purpose in life is deeply personal. It's different for everybody. And it varies. And it's basically like the thing you do that brings you meaning and fulfillment in your life. It should be aligned with your values, which I'll talk about in a little bit. And it should also contribute to something larger than yourself. And I think that's what a lot of people struggle with in their jobs and careers, that it doesn't feel like you're doing anything to like contribute to the world. So that's an important part is to feel like you're accomplishing something. You're giving back to your community or the world itself or something. And I think it's really interesting how everybody kind of has these different dreams. Like someone might want to cure cancer. Someone might want to help orphans in Africa. Someone might volunteer at the local animal shelter. Someone might volunteer for Meals on Wheels. Everybody has like these different things that they're pulled towards. And it's just different for everybody. So to me, that feels like we're all meant for something bigger and better than whatever crappy nine to five job we're doing. We're all meant to contribute in some way because when you, you aren't contributing to society, to your community, to the world, it doesn't feel very good. And that is like a missing link for a lot of us. So what would you say, Todd, about purpose? Yeah, I think the definitions that you kind of explained are how I feel about it, like kind of a reason to get up in the morning, finding fulfillment in what you're doing. Like like feeling proud of the work you're doing. Yeah, being proud of the work you're doing, leaving like something, whether that's a place, person, entity, thing, whatever it may be, leaving it better than how you found it. All that kind of rolled into like a central idea of like, yeah, why you get up and why you pursue the next day or what you're looking forward to. Yeah. And I would say, I mean, I think you're still looking for your purpose or we know that you still are. But back when you were a rocket scientist 
at that national laboratory and you were in meetings every day, that definitely was not fulfilling or felt like you were giving back to society or the community or the world at large, right? Correct. Not at all. That was not my purpose. Yeah. So, I mean, you can, like, even though you were educated, had a degree, had a good job, you didn't feel like you were contributing. You didn't feel like the work you were doing was meaningful or even mattered at all. Yeah. And it changed, obviously. But even at the beginning when I first hired on, because it was in the lines of defense, people asked me what I felt about that. Mm-hmm. And I had like this kind of just generic answer of like, well, if, if I don't do it, they're just going to hire someone else to do it. Mm-hmm. So even at that point, I knew that it wasn't like a, a huge draw of like, oh, this is my life's passion or like mm-hmm. this is what I was born and like built to do. It just kind of was a job that sounded cool. I was going to be able to tell people I did X, Y, Z and it paid the bills and I could save some money. So yeah. it like at the time that seemed like, oh, well, that's checking some boxes. So I'll just do that. Yeah. So now let's think about how do you figure out your purpose in life? I mean, I grew up always thinking that being a vet was like my purpose because I was good at math and science. I was hella smart, (laughs) got good grades, friggin' loved animals, you know? And then I quit that to become a photographer, which people are like, what? A photographer? But I kind of want to touch on how important I think photography is. Because people glaze over this all the time. The fact that, in my opinion, photographers, we do some of the most important work in the whole world. And people think I'm crazy, again, because we're not curing cancer. We're not feeding starving orphans in Africa. But for the people and the families and the individuals that we work with and take photos for, those photos are going to change generations, first of all, like when you see your parents eloping on a mountaintop, you're going to be like, dang, like they were so adventurous and cool. I want to be adventurous and cool. At least that's what I thought when I saw all my grandparents' photos from like Switzerland and backpacking and all their cool travels. And hearing that my grandfather, like he was a radiologist and he traveled all over the United States working at different practices. He had licenses all over the place, which I thought was so cool. He also owned a radiology practice where he didn't have to work like the majority of the year somehow, <laughs> and, like took my dad and his siblings traveling all over the world. So growing up with those stories and those photos really kind of shaped who I was and how I thought of the world and how I pursued what I pursued. And that's exactly what the folks I work with are going to do with their children and grandchildren. And our photos are the most important things that we possess. When my grandparents died, all of them have passed now. You know, you just want to find photos of them and now video. You know, when my dog Shelby passed away, who was like, 17 or 18 and had lived with me my entire adult life. All I wanted was photos of her, even shitty iPhone photos. Like I just wanted photos and videos. I still look up her photos and videos. (laughs) So yeah, it's like one of the most important jobs out there. And I just want all the photographers out there to remember that, that the work that we are doing is incredibly important and is going to be the most cherished things that people own So yeah, so figuring out your purpose, I don't necessarily think like photography is my purpose in life. I think giving people amazing memories 
and experiences is more my purpose. And helping people make money through photography and coaching is more of my purpose. And like having a better life and being courageous and inspiring people to be courageous. Like there's kind of a lot going on there. But your purpose really needs to align with a lot of different things. One of them being your core values, which people have values and they really don't change. And it really has to do with the things that make you proud, the things that make you feel accomplished, the things that fill your cup. And a lot of times, whatever crappy jobs people have don't align with their core values. And that's why they go through life kind of feeling gross and icky. Like I would say emergency medicine did not align with my values, mostly because things were so mismanaged and animals weren't getting the care that they needed. And I always left every day feeling like I did a piss poor job, even though I was doing the best I could given what I was working with. (laughs) So a lot of jobs don't align with people's values, even though it seems like they should. So understanding your values, understanding that they are deep within you. They don't change over time. And they are related to what makes you proud, what fills your cup, what makes you feel accomplished. And that really aligning your life with your core values is going to help you pursue and figure out your purpose. So your past jobs have not aligned with your values, Todd. We know that. I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. They align more with like my skills and my expertise. Yeah. And that is another part of your purpose is that it should align with your skills and your expertise and your zones of genius and stuff like that. Like the things that come easily to you, that's where your purpose should live. But the key is to have those things align with your values as well. So that's why for me, being an emergency veterinarian, even though I was helping animals and my skill set, like I was a great emergency doctor but my values were being questioned every day. It just felt like things just did not align with my values, which you feel like I'm pointing to my chest. You can't see that, but you feel it deep inside when things don't align with your values. So it's really important to discover your values, give them kind of like, I I take my coaching students through like a process where they define their 10 values and making sure that the business you're creating, the life you're creating aligns with those. Otherwise, you will always feel out of whack, out of sorts and gross. So as you're taking a pause here, like I never thought about this stuff mm-hmm. as I was, you know, when I was younger, like when I was in high school, right? You just yeah. took your classes, what you're good at, blah, blah, blah. And then you pick a major mm-hmm. for college based on the things you're good at. I don't think I ever thought about like my values mm-hmm. until... I don't know, probably in the last couple of years. Well, yeah, until you met me and I made you yeah, right do down. that exercise. <laughs> yeah. Like, how is this not like any part of being raised or being like educated? Like, this is, seems like it's really important yeah. and we're not doing it. Yeah. Um, I mean, most people I know have not done these exercises or thought about these things until they met me. And I don't even know where I came up with this stuff, honestly. Like, it wasn't in a book. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't know. I've had people do this exercise for years now. I don't even know where it came from. But yeah, I mean, our education system is bringing us up to be good worker bees, not to be fulfilled deep down in our heart. You know, (laughs) like, most of the systems in place are not set up to make us 
feel good about our life and our work and ourselves, which is a shame and which is what I'm trying to change. And what I, why I have this podcast and stuff is because I want people to think about these things because your life is always going to feel bad and awful if the work you're doing does not align with your values, like period. And you have to quit that shit. <laughs> period, you know? And even not even just like work, but like, I don't think I ever like talked with my friends about, I mean, it would be very weird to like ask your friends like, well, what are your values? Mm -hmm. But like, we didn't even like have conversations about stuff like this. I don't think. It's very interesting. It's just like, what degree do you have? What do you do? Yeah. Like when you meet somebody and like you become, I don't know, Mm -hmm. like as you're just kind of chit-chatting, it's like, yeah, more based on like titles and like Mm -hmm. achievements and accomplishments and goals and things. But like, yeah. Maybe I didn't take it as serious as I should have, or maybe that's why I'm still struggling with this because I didn't have these conversations until recently and I'm still kind of figuring it all out. Yeah. Well, I think you just lived a normal life and everybody around you did what society expected of you guys. And you didn't know that there was more to this because you don't look into this. You know, like I didn't look into any of this as an emergency vet. I've only done it now as I've helped myself figure things out and other entrepreneurs figure things out, which is also why I'm so hell bent on helping people become entrepreneurs. Because if part of our life's purpose is to become the best versions of ourselves, and you're working a job that's draining your energy that goes against your values, that maybe goes along with your skill set, but otherwise goes against everything else that your intuition and your heart and soul is trying to tell you, then you're never going to become the best version of yourself. But you'll be able to go to a party and be like, I have a PhD in blah, 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 and I got promoted to this, that, and the other thing. And people will applaud you because no one knows any different, which is exactly why I felt so out of place oh, yeah. in that one wedding I went to with you. <laughs> with a lot of my grad school friends. Yeah. No hate on you grad school friends of Todd, but everyone was very like, you know, I have a PhD in this, sharing all their degrees and credentials and what they're working on and stuff. And I remember bringing up, oh, yeah, I'm a vet, but I quit. And now my passion in life is to help everyone quit their jobs. And this guy was like, why would you have people quit their hard-earned careers? Like, he just looked at me like I was a crazy person. And I was like, oh, this is not my crowd. (laughs) Which is fine, because nobody's having these conversations. Okay, so this episode is about finding our purpose. And yeah. so we've said that part of that is finding your values. So like, how do you, how does someone figure out what their values are? And like, do you have to write it down? Do you have to like look up a list of them and pick them out? Or what? Yeah. So what do you think? So I have people go through a series of questions so that they can like figure out kind of themes of what they want out of life. Because another thing is I think people kind of settle for what they're getting instead of actually working towards a long-term vision. And one of the most important things that you could do is work towards something, you know, and not just like, I need to pay off credit card debt, or I need to do this. It's like, you have to have a vision for what your life is going to look like at the end of all of this. You know, are you having slow mornings in front of your fireplace or sitting out on your porch with a cup of coffee and you can smell the recent rain and you have little kids running around or chickens or whatever it is like are you in a condo in New York City or are you in a farmhouse in Montana like what does your ideal life look like what kind of legacy do you want to leave what do you want your personal life to look like what do you want your business to look like what are 
the times in your personal life that you felt the most proud? What are the times in your business that you felt the most proud? What fills your cup? There's going to be themes that emerge throughout all of these things. And then I have this long list of, God, like 200 values. And they're just words like family, self-awareness, diversity, adventure, honesty, just a bunch of words. And then you pick 10 of those that align with kind of all the themes and answers and vision for your life that you have. So the unique thing that I've found, and this was kind of why I wanted people to do this exercise when I started coaching elopement photographers is because a lot of elopement photographers think, oh, like I want to book elopements in Colorado, just like a million other people. I'm not unique in that. But then once they figure out the vision for their life, their values, and the things that give them energy, they realize that they are actually very, very unique, even though they want to accomplish some of the same things as other people. So it was like a really good exercise for people to realize that they were unique in this space amongst a lot of other unique traits that we would get into later. But it also was something where it was like every decision in your business, I want it to align with your vision, your values and your energy. Otherwise, you're not doing it. And that helped people make decisions in their business that made sense to them instead of trying to copy what worked for somebody else who might have a completely different vision, values and energy. And pursuing your purpose is very similar when you don't Like, let's say you don't have an idea of a business that you want yet, and you're working a nine to five, and you just know, like, deep down inside, something's telling you you have to get out and you have to pursue something else. What is that thing? What is that purpose? Some people do have something in the back of their head that they're trying to kind of like push away some dream that they're like, oh, man, I've always wanted to do this thing. But it's silly. And it's outlandish. And people are going to laugh at me. And so I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to keep my safe, secure job. (laughs) But you need to explore those things. And you need to follow your vision, values and energy as well as you're trying to figure out what your purpose is, because that will kind of lead you to your purpose. Your energy will lead you to your purpose. The things that pump you up, that get you excited to jump out of bed in the morning, that could be part of your purpose. That, along with something that utilizes your unique strengths and skill sets, plus aligns with your core values, ding, 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 like that's probably going to be your purpose. But if you're stressed out, exhausted from working your job, and you're not exploring different things then you may not ever come across that thing that gives you that energy. So I tell people a lot that like you have to go out and do a painting class or a pottery class or, you know, read a new book. Like you got to basically put out some feelers and figure out like what are the things that align with my values and are giving me energy. And that's where I need to explore more to see if my purpose is down that way. So what aligns with your values, what gives you energy, what you're good at, how important do you think is it to align your purpose necessarily with your career or your work? Are those independent? Do they always need to be married? Is it sometimes yes, sometimes no? What do you think about that? So I think it's best when your purpose is married to the work that you're doing because you also want your work, I mean, you want your work to include all of those things, align with your values, align with your skill set, 
give you energy. You also want it to be something that you can kind of continuously grow with and get better at, and also something that is meaningful and impactful and kind of giving back to your community or the world or whatever. When all those things align, that should be the the work that you're doing, not just like a side hustle or you're volunteering at the animal shelter on the weekends. I mean, you can combine all of those things. Like, I want to combine teaching elopement photographers and people and like helping people quit their jobs with also using my money to like save farm animals and senior dogs, you know, like all of those things can combine. But if you really truly want the most out of your life, I feel like your purpose should be the thing that you are paid well to do. And I'm still like, I'm still working towards like, I I feel like my purpose is even greater than what I'm doing now. Like, I feel like this podcast is a great stepping stone to like my ultimate goal of helping people with all of this and figuring out their purpose and pursuing it and creating a business and making a lot of money and being a good steward of that money and like giving back and enjoying the F out of life and becoming the best versions of themselves. Like, I want to like change the world. I want all the doctors and people with advanced degrees to like give a big F you to the systems and management teams in place and become entrepreneurs. Like I want to change the freaking world. So I don't even think that I'm there yet to like my true ultimate big time purpose, but I'm on that path and I feel good about it. If I died tomorrow, I'd be happy with the work I've done so far. I'd also be pissed because I feel like there's more work to be done, (laughs) but it's all aligned and it's all moving in the right direction And I check in with myself consistently and think like, okay, is what I'm doing right now draining me or giving me energy? Is it aligning with my values? Am I giving back to my community? Even if it's just like the elopement photography community, which is a small community, but it's real people whose lives I am changing, who thank me on a regular basis and who are paying it forward by changing the mindsets and the lives and businesses of other people. There's like a huge ripple effect to what I'm doing where when I was an emergency vet, yeah, I saved a life here and there, but it was in spite of the shitty systems I was working in and shitty management teams and lack of support staff and proper working conditions and stuff like that. So there's a lot of nuance to it because people would think like, oh, being a vet and saving animals lives should be so rewarding and great and your life's purpose. And it wasn't because it drained my energy. It didn't align with my values. Yes, the skill set was there. Yes, I was making an impact by saving these individual dogs, but the owners always were like pissed because it cost money and I was draining myself mentally and physically. So that is not my purpose ultimately. If other people want to do that work, go ahead. But I'm not on this planet with this one life to drain myself like that. I'm going to keep searching for the things that I feel like I'm being pulled towards. And that's what I hear all the time from people. It's like, I'm being pulled to do this. And I think that people call it all kinds of things, inner knowing, intuition, all that kind of stuff. People squash that down who are working W-2 jobs and stuff. They're like, oh, that's silly. Or they dream about doing X, Y, Z and like, that doesn't provide health insurance. I'm not going to do that. 
When the ultimate job security, I will say this over and over again, is being able to make money on your own, cut your own paychecks, and pursue your true purpose, become the best version of yourself while being paid well to do it. That's what we should all be fighting for and towards. So what do you think your purpose is, Todd? (laughs) Well, you know, I'm still working through that. Yeah. Well, what are your strengths and skill sets? I mean, I'm working through those processes and I think it's like a back and forth of like thinking about it, writing some stuff down, taking some Mm -hmm. time. You still very much use your logical brain. Yeah. And I think a lot of this really is comes from, again, I'm pointing at my chest. You can't see it, but it comes from here. It is a pulling. It's an intuition. It's trying to tell you things. This is where I get a little woo-woo-y, but I have experienced this myself going from a doctor a biology major, a very much science forward person, the more I've kind of practiced this self-reflection, the more I realize that I have this intuition guiding me and my logical brain will try to talk myself out of what my intuition is guiding me towards. And so I have to kind of turn that off, that logical part of me and be like, brain, I understand that this sounds crazy, but I am being pulled to do this and I'm going to do it. And if it doesn't work out, that's okay. But I'm going to try. I'm going to put my best effort into this because this feels right to me, you know, but your logical brain will be like, who are you to do that? This is silly. This is crazy. You don't know anyone else who has done that, you know? And so you got to shut up your logical brain. Yeah. I'm very like linear thinker, you know, this. So it's, it's a struggle. But I do get like little glimpses of like kind of that dreamer mentality of like, Mm -hmm. oh, what what about this kind of crazy idea? Mm Mm-hmm. Those have been like crazy ideas. Yeah. <laughs> haven't been worth pursuing. So it's still a work in progress. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, and your ideas are like when you're with a bunch of friends drinking and you come up with some like crazy <laughs> business plan and you're like, yeah, that would work, you know. But again, it's like your logical brain thinking, oh, I can make money from this. But really, it's not like nobody grows up thinking, oh, I'm going to be an elopement photography coach and that's how I'm going to make a million dollars, you know. Like, no, but that's where I've been guided towards. And it has always worked out in my favor when I followed that. When my logical brain comes in, that's when things get fucked up. Yeah, but it's a process, right? So I'm sure you oh, yeah. like, as between the start of this and now, there's been like detours or like dead ends. And so I'm just kind of working through some of those dead ends. Oh, totally. I mean, again, I don't want anybody to think that this is something that you just figure out one day, you know, it just like pops into your head. Although some people do get downloads like that, where this dream or idea pops into your head and you're like, I want to do that. Like me with like Airbnb or now my new (laughs) idea is to have like a campsite on hip camp, you know, and it's like, I have to pursue these things eventually, because I'm never going to stop thinking and dreaming about them. So I have to do them and see how it works out eventually. So sometimes you will get little glimpses of that kind of stuff. But really, like, The key at the very beginning of this, trying to figure out what your purpose is, is to realize that whatever you're doing now, most likely is not your purpose. And even if you're being led down something that seems crazy, like if it's aligning with your values and giving you energy and like your skill set is aligned with it and you can grow into that role and it can give back to the community or the world or a specific niche or something, or you'll feel good about making money and then can use that money to help even more things that are aligned with your values. Like your 
being led in the right direction and don't let your brain talk you out of it and continuously like self-reflect on this over and over. Try new things, read new books, go outside of what your norm is. I mean, you might be working with coaches to audit their sales funnels. That's not anything you grew up thinking about, but that's kind of where things have been leading you lately. And it kind of utilizes all of those things. So no matter how crazy it sounds, like this is how how to basically figure out your purpose. Yeah. And I'm trying to like keep an open mind and like exploring these ideas. Um, and I think that's probably the most important thing is like try something. Oh, it's not for me or mm -hmm. throw an idea out there and be told that's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> or like then realize like, oh yeah, that is a dumb idea <laughs> or but then whatever it, might, it may be. Yeah. But um, then it might lead you to think of something else. Yeah. yeah. So it's definitely a process. And so like, I'm trying to like, let it evolve. Yes, exactly. And like I said, I think my ultimate purpose is still bigger than what I'm doing right now. And I even get stuck in the weeds and forget that I truly feel like there's something bigger for me that I'm working towards. So none of this is ever perfect, or you never completely figure these things out. It's always self-discovery, self-reflection, checking in with yourself, trying not to get caught up in all of the hustle and bustle of society and social media. And again, your logical brain, it's just trying to figure things out for you and using some of the things we talked about today as like a springboard to figuring it out and, or even to just realize that the situation you're in is really not one that you should be in or that the situation you're in is actually aligned with your purpose and like to keep going and don't stop. Because I also have had to talk a lot of people off the ledge for elopement photography, and they think it's not working, and they're going to quit, and maybe this isn't for them. And we kind of go over this exercise and say like, no, but it is for you. Don't give up yet. It's about to turn a corner. And then they do. And then everything works. <laughs> right after they're going to quit. So I think that this is all really powerful stuff to either affirm that you're on the right track or help you realize, oh, I'm really not in a great place. My energy is drained. This does not align with my values. I'm not giving back to the community or the world. I'm not even utilizing my skill set. Or maybe you are, but that's the only positive part of what you're doing. So it can help you get back on track or stay on track or keep going. I hope you loved that episode all about finding your purpose. If you have any questions about it, I'd love to talk to you on Instagram. And I can't wait to hang out with you again next week. Thanks for hanging around for 20 episodes. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Happy 20th episode. See you next week. Thanks so much for joining us on this episode of Stoked with Megan McPhail. If you enjoyed the show and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe, leave a review, and tell a friend. If you're looking for more inspiring content, check us out on Instagram at Stoked with Megan McPhail. And to learn more about my business coaching and how I can personally help you quit your nine to five, visit my website at meganmcphail.com. I hope this leaves you feeling stoked. See you next week.